Okay, welcome to My Creepy Haunted Life. This is Abigail Reynolds with my co-host, Michael Colby. Hey, everyone. Jack Billings presents Haunted Apartment Complex. Let's get spooky. <laughs> yeah, so good. sucks why did this have to happen to me um uh, michael you uh you were dead before now you're alive again really don't see the problem here but uh you really do have to get up and do something or you're going to start melting into the floor pretty soon so come on Let's go get you some coffee and maybe edit an episode of My Creepy Haunted Life. You love that. And, um, yeah, uh, maybe you could take a shower, too, because, uh, mm, yeah, it seems like you've forgotten that your actual real human body needs to be washed off every now and then. What's the point? Trixie is gone. I'm back to being trapped inside this meat prison that needs an insane amount of upkeep and rest. And Jack put another clause in my lease that if I ever kill myself, I won't be able to be a ghost again. I'll just go straight to hell. Which would be fine, but I liked being a ghost. I liked being here with my friends and family and doing all the crazy shit that being a ghost allowed me to do but now I'm back to just being a boring nobody. So just leave me here to die in peace, wallowing in my own filth. I'm not sure, but I think that might be considered killing yourself. And I'm not just gonna let you here and have your body be discovered by your kids. Like, come on, get up. God damn it, dude, you were fucking heavy. Yeah. All this dumb flesh and blood and organs are all nothing but a nuisance. A heavy, moist, stinky nuisance. How have you lived all of these thousands of years with a stupid body? I hate it in here. Can you just, like, pull the ghost out of me or something? Surely you have some kind of weird powers in your bag of vampire tricks. Gentle. What part of gentle vampire does no one understand no i'm not gonna pull the ghost out of you whatever that means but i am going to pull your big dumb smelly body off of the ground and force you to eat something and take a bath by force if necessary lethal force no fuck come on be a real friend and just fucking kill me already Crew! Crew! Oh! <laughs> Thank the God in whom I do not in any way, shape, or form believe in! Oh! You're right here! <laughs> God! Something horrible is happening! And 
This said horrific thing is happening right here in my building. Oh, it is the worst of the worst, like freaking ever. And I mean, Lordy Lou, I'd, I'd be quite hard pressed to even imagine anything worse happening. A and my robust imagination is what I am known for. Oh, store-bought sugar plums. It is happening! Huh. I lost my virginity to this song. Oh, great. It's Jack. This is exactly what I needed right now. Oh, hush it up, you smelly belly, you. Yeah. It just reeks like... Like, well... It stinks like a big fatty who hasn't taken a shower in a week, crapped in his fudging pants again. Ha! I, I, I mean you, Michael. Oh, come on. I'm not that fat. And the other thing was right when I got my body back and I forgot about that. It only happened once. Are you never going to let me forget it? Oh, whatever. Michael not funny at all, poopy pants. Boy, howdy, we are not here to discuss your terrible and disgusting bathroom mishaps. There is something simply horrid happening right under our sniffers, and I'm not talking about the odor that's wafting from your heavy, moist, stinky nuisance of a bud here. <laughs> Nope, this horror is legitimate catastrophe, and I do owe so much very hate to admit it, but I need help. You hear that, Michael? Jack needs our help. That sounds like something to do, doesn't it? So come on, up and at him. Come on, up. Don't you remember how much you love helping out your BFF Jack Billings? Ah! You think I was looking for help from you two? <laughs> no way! I have much more capable allies than the two of you fudge town nerd boys. Bye! If you didn't need our help, then why did you... come in here to begin with? See? I'm even useless to Jack in this stupid form. I am kind of curious about what's going on, though. Usually when something that big is happening in the building, the whole place is, like, shaking and there's all sorts of noise. What the hell could he be possibly talking about? Do you think it has something to do with Johnny T? Because we used to hear a lot about him, but I really haven't heard a peep about him in, like, a while. Oh, or maybe the library? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff around here that seemed like it was going to be a big deal when we got here, but it never really paid off, eh? I guess that's life. Let down after let down after let down. Well, aren't you just Little Miss Sunshine? Now, come on, stand up. We have not recorded an episode of the podcast since you have been alive, and the listeners are really starting to get concerned. It'll be fun. You can lug around the heavy equipment just like in the good old days. Well... 
What the heck is taking you so freaking long? <laughs> Lordy Lou, I've been waiting for you two neighbor friends to come help me for like forever. Chuck, you expressly told us that you didn't need nor want our help. And you just left like two minutes ago. <sighs> yeah, I told you that I didn't want and slash or need your help. So you were supposed to get Michael Mopey Poo Pants up by talking him into following me and, you know, finding out what I was up to. Uh, making it part of your dumb podcast or whatever. Then, when you left, Abby and I were going to intercept you and make you help us care for the horrible emergency. It was supposed to work just as sure as birds giving you cancer. Ah, uh, Abby. Birds causing cancer is still a thing, right? Of course, everyone knows birds cause cancer. Ha! Good! Well, not that good. Because of all the cancer giving and whatnot. But, good that I was right about it and uh, that it was still a thing. So, uh, are, are you Butteroos coming with us, or do I need to find my smarter and far better looking compatriots? Either way, you best decide right quick. Don't have much time for yim-yamming. What do you say, Mopey Bones? Up for an adventure to take your mind off your sorrows for a little bit? Fine. Just let me get my dead Kennedy shirt so if I get killed while we're doing whatever this is, my new ghost can be a little bit more stylish. Yeah! <laughs> stylish! I suppose if that's what you want to call wearing a black t-shirt every flippin' day, uh, you know, whatever. That's on you, bud. Hey, now, now biscuits and gravy while you're up and at them, hop in the freaking shower and at least scrub a dub off your ass area, stinky pits and sour tits. So we, we can uh, tolerate being around you. Wait, I thought this was like a time sensitive emergency, Jack. It most definitely is a time sensitive emergency, Nosferatu Gale, but that doesn't mean I wanted my old Factory sensories overwhelmed by the body of stench and crapple and underoos. I didn't shit in my pants again. What? Ever? Go, now. You have exactly two minutes. Fine. I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna smell great. Not like this stinky, sweaty, crap pants. Sheesh. <laughs> Finally. Now he's gone and we can get a plan together that not even dumb dumb Sir Poops a lot can muff up. After all, you know what they do say. They whoms can bring forth and enact a plan in which the stupidest amongst them cannot cheese up is not only a master tactician military level genius, but is also kind, brave, and most pragmatic member of the human race, for they give not a ripe toot about the feelings of the lowest dregs of the human race. Isn't it amazing how there's always an old saying for all the very specific situations we find ourselves in? Yeah, amazing. That's a word for it. Um, hey, 
I'm not sure why you're being so hard on Michael about being dumb. Like, have you met the people that you hang out with? Of course I have. Gods amongst men, they are. You've never met anyone as great as my running crew. Chug Nasty, April Put It In Me, Pete, my daddy Herbert Robert Bill Oxley, Pie Baby, Officer Perez, Owner-Operator of the Raw Lady Food Truck, Giovanni Chianti, Silver Larry, Pie Baby, Danielle Victoria, oh, oh, and my very real-life human brother, Kevin Train Moxley, of course. Give me five more examples. Sure thing, Lisa the Librarian, Adam the Redding Ohio Buttstabber Lynch, Sandy Duncan, Pie Baby, Milton Gajewski, and Scotty Jingle Jive Clive. Ha! They're the world's smartest and best people, so I don't even know what the heck you're freaking talking about. That was six examples, and you said Pie Baby at least three times. You're an example! And exactly! One greater than you wanted, showing that I am the great test. Right. So, what is this earth-shattering disaster that we're going to have to thwart anyway? I don't hear or feel anything, so it can't be that bad. Oh, it is worse than something threatening our physical forms, Abzus-Snail. This is something truly dangerous. Horrifically dangerous. This horrifically threatens the very fabrics of reality itself. If we allow this to occur, we could all be torn apart piece by piece until we're nothing but atoms floating about in the vacuum of space. I mean, it could just- Okay, I'm ready. You were right, Abigail. Getting cleaned up did make me feel a little better. Dang it. Darn heck crud a turn We didn't have enough time to do our plan because you, a blood sucker gale, wouldn't stop frickin' talking. Typical. Oh well, it's probably too late now. What the fuck? You were gonna make a plan without me? Why? Oh man, were you using that old saying about how those whomst can bring forth and enact a plan in which even the stupidest amongst them cannot even cheese it up against me again? Not cool, Jack. <laughs> says you. It's too late now, Jack. Whatever is going on sounds like it may be a legitimate threat, so come on, just out with it. Oh, fine, but Michael, you keep your pudgy flesh-filled mouth shut and let the adults lay the plan down and, you know, just do what you're told and absolutely nothing more. Now, Abigail, you and I are going to make a plan and we're going to ignore anything and everything that Michael says because when I said about letting the adults make the plan, I meant you and I were the grown-ups. And at the same exact time, I was implying that Michael was a child who is unable to help create said plan. So, we're gonna give him a simple, non-essential role to play 
that won't muff up the whatever we come up with when, you know, he inevitably does it wrong. You know, just the way you would do with a real-life human kid. Or Officer Barista Perez. Wow, okay, uh, you actually called me by my real name, so now I'm nervous. Is this actually a serious threat? Of course it's a serious threat of horrible proportions! A Batagaga Gale! That's what I've been saying! A Batagaga Gale. A, ba a Batagaga Yeah, no, that one doesn't make any sense. Lady Gaga played a vampire in American Horror Story television programming! At least I have an under good authority that she is also an actual vampire who murders people by puncturing their necks and then draining them of all their life-giving bloods. And they let her because she's Lady F-Word Gaga. And she never even responded to my letter requesting that she takes off my life fluids. Huh. <sighs> It's also very hard to think of different vampires for nicknames all the time. So how about you give me a freaking break, huh? It, it's like 3,000 times harder than it seems. Huh. Fine, I guess. Or you could just call me by my actual name, you know. That would be apparently much less stressful for you. Well... Sure, but but any random bus person or telemarketer could do that, yeah? <laughs> I refuse to give up. For your sake. And the sake of fun's sake, too. Uh, don't we have an incredibly dangerous situation that we're supposed to be dealing with? I'm sorry, I mean that you're supposed to be dealing with, and I'll be tagging along, not ruining the plan that you didn't come up with yet. I can always just go back to laying on the floor crying if you want to discuss how hard it is to come up with your silly nicknames for Abigail. Don't you dare. This is the most I've seen you up in days. Out with it, Jack. What are we dealing with here? Despite being functionally immortal, I do still have connections to a lot of things that reside in this building, and depending on the scale of the catastrophe on this planet, that I'd like to keep intact. So the sooner you actually tell us what we are dealing with, the sooner we can get it taken care of and we can all get back to our lives. So please, choose your next words very carefully. I always do! Choosing careful words is what I am known for. I'm hey crew, hey have I ever told you about the time that Kevin and I counted the truck wheels on- <laughs> 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 okay, okay, <laughs> sheesh. The emergency of horrifically horrifying proportions and attributes is that Perez, you know, Officer Perez, who isn't even a freaking officer of the law anymore, but like, you know, a barista sort of, sometimes. <laughs> well, that rube got a shiny new record deal to record a real rap record. He's really recording a rap record rapidly, right? Um, uh, recently, uh, uh, retrospect. I, I was going to say Rastafarian, but I forget what that even frickin' means. <laughs> I mean, if that's even a real word anymore. Oh, oh, you get the idea, right? 
Uh, ready, steady for this one. He's packing up all his stuff, like right flipping now, and moving to L the F and A. And like taking April with him <laughs> to the to the Hollywood Hills or whatever. Uh, it, it never sleeps there. Drug field cowboys and big highways. Welcome back to the floor, Michael Colby. Oh, thanks, Floor. I've missed you. Great. Thanks a lot, Jack. We almost had this sad sack out of the house. Now I have to start from scratch because of your, well, being you. So thank you and bye bye What? How are you two just ignoring the severity of the horrible situation? Abhorrent Abzi. I just told you that Perez, Officer Perez, got a record deal for his terrible rapping, and April is going with him. Like, you know, as his girlfriend. He's going to be rich and famous and have a smoking hot, very super crazy, hot, and slutty girlfriend. Uh, good things are not supposed to happen to Perez. That is not how this reality works. If something such as this is allowed to happen, then who knows? What could be next? Michael with a six pack? <laughs> I, I was just gonna say six pack abs, but that would most likely be misunderstood as a, a fun nickname for you that, you know, would produce uncomfortable undertones. At least for me it would. I can still hear you from down here, you know? I know how ears work, Michael. Why do you think I bothered to allow my mouth to even say it? Abigail, are you at least taking this seriously so it can stop it before it tears apart the very fabric of space and time most horrifically? Yeah... No, no. I mean, sure, Perez is a terrible rapper, but... He is horrible! If you say horrible or anything in that vein one more time, I am going to help Perez with his move and his music career. Huh. I, I mean, that's fine by me, but I cannot recall the last time I even used a word like that. Are you feeling alright-o? Whatever. Listen... It's not like he's any worse than a lot of those other white guy rappers with the face tattoos. And I mean, as far as April goes, she told me she's tired of trying to get Michael here to have a three-way with them. So she's just going to settle for Perez for now. Not that I wanted to know any of that information, but she tells me every time I'm at the donut slut and whenever I leave my apartment. And sometimes she calls me to tell me about it. And if I don't answer or if I hang up while she's talking, she will text it to me. I honestly don't even know how she got my phone number. <laughs> now let's not turn this into a witch hunt for, you know, whoever the person or persons who gave your phone number to April is. I mean, that, that's a mysterious, horrible mystery that will never even be solved. So you might as well stop even trying. Besides... I came up here for one thing, and one thing only, and that was to tell you about a really cool moth I saw today. 
I was down at the skateboarding park and I was tearing up the half-pipers with my extreme skateboard deck. You know, all the riding skills I have. And after I wiped out in the most extreme possible fashion, I was laying there on the ground. I mean, I was just laying there. A lot like M Squeaky Clean Bones is like right there. But there was way more fresh blood. So anyway, this fuzzy little bad boy came up and landed right on my nose and he started lapping up the blood right off my face. I named him Abigail, after you, because you're also a bloodsucker. And I said, oh hey Abzamothrigail, better move right quick before my juices begin to coagulate. And it didn't say anything back, because moths can't talk. Whew, now I got that out of the way, I can go back to my awesome day and leave you in the inevitable stench here to go back to doing whatever you were doing. Bye! Um, okay. So problem solved, I guess. Yep! See you later, losers! Oh, Jack, praise the sun, I found you. You know how you gave me three things to do at a time and I told you that I couldn't do three things at a time and you said your Michael could do three things at a time, so I'd better figure it out. And then you told me that your Michael better never hear that you said that? Uh, I mean, I remember saying that thing about doing three things at once, but uh, I do not remember saying anything nice about stupid Michael. That doesn't sound like something I'd do! I, are you drunk? Anyway, did you get those three things finished? Is that no longer alive living, Michael? Don't let him in. Everything is still sticky because of him, and I also hate him for killing my partner, leaving me alone and depressed and stuck in this damp funk body. In fact, Abigail, can you go to the kids' room and get that thing that opens the portals so that we can send him back to where he came from and I don't have to see his stupid ghost face anymore? You wouldn't. My dimension doesn't even have ghosts, so I don't know what would happen to me there. Oh, don't you worry about him no longer alive living, Michael. He can't even get his big buttocks off the floor. So, now out with it. What's going on with Perez? Did you find Jack Billings Presents Abigail the Moth? And, uh, uh, what did you find out about the top secret third thing that neither of these others need to know about? Nothing about the secret third thing yet, but Perez and April are outside with stacks of boxes, and a surprising number of them are just labeled dildos. And a moving truck just pulled up, and I'm pretty sure it ran over Jack Billings Presents Abigail the Moth. My condolences. <sighs> Rest in peace, Abigail the Moth. <laughs> but we do not have time to mourn her passing. Now, we have to stop that truck from leaving. We have to save the world. Come on, crew. <laughs> Why is this our lives? It doesn't have to be. You could just... I am not going to kill you. Fine. 
Well, now that they're gone, I kind of feel like doing something again. Uh, I guess, do you want to go out on the balcony and watch a rich idiot and a dead idiot try to stop two idiot baristas from living their best lives? That's honestly the best idea I've heard all day. Ooh, maybe we can make it interesting. 20 bucks says that Jack... Oh, ghosty, I'm home. And check this out. I'm a ghost now, too. How cool is that? Oh, and look at this cool thing I can do with my ghost titties. Trixie? What the fuck? I'm so happy to see you. Jack told me since you weren't technically a real human that you didn't even have a ghost. How are you here? Ew, what? What is all this? You're alive now? Gross. You're all warm and squishy. And you kind of stink. I just took a shower, but like, just the smell of this stupid living corpse. But yeah, I'm alive again and I'm not thrilled about it either. It's a long story. So go jump in a bathtub with a toaster. What's the issue? Let's get this ghost party started. It's not that simple. If I could just kill this stupid body and get my ghost back out... It would have gotten done mere seconds after I got back. But sadly, Jack put it in my lease that if I go and off myself, my soul wouldn't be allowed to stay here. I'd have to go right to hell. Hmm, that doesn't say anything about someone else killing you. I bet I could get that ghost right out of you in just a couple of hours. A couple hours? You're gonna make it painless though, right? Um, I doubt it's going to be painless, but it's going to be fun. Can we do the Spider-Man thing? I'd like to see how that feels on a flesh and blood body. Sure, there's a couple of things I'd like to try in a warm, living human body, at least once. All right, let's fucking do this. I gotta go. Thank you for listening to Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex, a proud member of the Podmoth Network. Today's episode was written by Michael Colby. Editing and production by Michael Colby. A theme song was written and performed by Kyle Check. Sad piano version of Pump Up the Jam by Oyster Lovers. Today's episode starred Michael Colby as Michael Colby and Michael Colby, Julia Eberfield as Abigail Reynolds, Matt Deterior as Jack Billings, and B. Highland as Trixie Smithson. If you would like to get a hold of us, you can email us at jackbillingsofficial at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram and threads at Jack Billings Presents. You can also join Caleb Storms as a patron on patreon.com backslash Jack Billings. Our Patreon includes a $1 a month option, and everyone gets access to all premium content. And if you don't have the money, consider leaving a review. It's free, and it helps us reach more listeners. That's the song she lost her virginity to. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, how did you know that? <laughs> this is the Cold Dead Hearts Club. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we get along. Do we? Eh. Eh. Do we not? No, I don't think we not. Okay.
But do do we? Oh, we not, but good. <laughs> wow, gross. Oh, sorry. now we all I'm have the so vid. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Okay. <clears throat> do you want me to start over? Can you piece that crap together? What would be better? Uh, it would be better <laughs> if you could do it again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is. Oh. Welcome, everyone. Okay, but at 2.5 speed, did our, our cops sound better? No. No? <laughs> Damn it. You know, how people lose their virginity you, listening to Les Claypool. You should let them know. <laughs> <laughs>